Howdy, hello, and welcome to Fat Love Talk, episode 71. It's your boy, Fat Love, or you can call me Zach, whichever tickles your fancy. Today, I wanted to do a little bit of something different. I've been following this Activision Blizzard, um, not lawsuit yet, or maybe it is. Or, there's a lot of stuff going on here with this. Um, I think it is a lawsuit, actually. Um, and I want to kind of listen to this video um, that I've been following coverage on from Yong Yeah on YouTube. And I want to give him full credit. He has made amazing coverage videos. Something I wouldn't even know anything about without him posting. I love his news channel. He covers gaming news, which is something that I think is very fascinating. And as I'm trying to evolve my podcast, I feel like it's good for me to not only enjoy games and game releases and, and all that, but also to be involved in the side of things where studios make games and the news coming in and out of those you know, areas as well. So this is a 20-minute video, so um, strap in, because uh, we're going to go ahead and just dive right into it and uh, take care of business. Yeah, this one is interesting, so let's go ahead and just start off. I know it's been nothing but Activision Blizzard coverage this past week, but I mean, these allegations are far too serious. The industry at large needs to change for the better, and Activision Blizzard cannot be let off the hook, especially given the latest report surrounding what's known as the Cosby Suite, which I'm sure many of you have heard about by now. If you haven't heard about it by now, it's, it's very fascinating. I already watched the whole video. We're going to go back and review it and take a listen to it again. This is wild, guys. I'd like to report on that, but before we begin, just as a quick recap, Jalen Brack and Fran Townsend both sent internal emails to employees that pissed them off. Jalen Brack was just sending empty platitudes, and Fran Townsend outright just denied any of the allegations, saying that it's all distorted facts and whatnot, despite Blizzard employees corroborating all the allegations issued by the state of California in their massive lawsuit against Activision Blizzard. And in the public PR statement that Activision Blizzard released, they essentially had the same stance of the facts being distorted and false and calling the DFEH irresponsible when that lawsuit brought up a lot of the crap to the surface. And beyond that, we've got Activision Blizzard employees who have been protesting en masse with over 3,200 current and past Activision Blizzard employees. Dude, that's a lot of signatures. 3,200. Well over 3,000 signatures from current and past Activision Blizzard employees. That tells you right there that there is a problem on the upper level of management that needs to be taken care of. People need to be, you know, let go from their position, need to retire from their position. New talent needs to come in who are going to respect people based on their their race, their sex, their orientation, everything. It's it, fair work. Like, equal rights should be a no-brainer, all right? And, and I, I hate the fact that we're getting all these reports of these staunchy white men who are older and, and just prejudiced. And it's just like, this is 2021. We need to evolve as a unified people, and the ones who can't keep up with this need to go back to the dark little crevices that they they live in because that's not acceptable anymore and accountability is everything and i hope everybody is held to accountability for for this, this is i'm going into a ramble let's keep listening 
signing an open letter that calls out just how <clears throat> aberrant and insulting the internal email sent to staff was on the part of Activision Blizzard executives, and they iterated that they will not be silenced, not stand aside, and they will not give up. And that's certainly what happened as Activision Blizzard employees staged a walkout, striking by refusing to work on July 28th, yesterday on Wednesday. And for those who couldn't make it to the physical protests outside of Blizzard campus, they were asked to not work all day and to attend a virtual protest instead, all the while issuing a statement of intent, listing out various demands on the part of employees to higher-ups and executives. And many, many Blizzard employees did, in fact, attend. And you can see the kind of turnout just the physical version of the protest had okay so he's showing a picture on this video it's a very 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 good video please check it out if you would like um it's 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 incredible there's a lot of people in front of this hundreds of people in front of uh blizzard entertainment you know their sign and they have signs and they're just everybody together and it's it they're unified in making a statement you know like we don't agree with this behavior and I totally stand behind that. I, I am glad that they did this. In this picture showing employees situated outside of the campus holding up signs and showing solidarity for the cause that aims to better the culture that has permeated Activision Blizzard, one that has enabled harassment, abuse, and discrimination. It was only after... Yeah, I want to say on that too. Um, that was a good way of wording it. I 100% agree with that because culture does need to change. All right? Like I just said a minute ago, all the people in power need to just evolve. You know, like, get with the program. This is 2021, like I said. Come on. There's no room for your prejudices, okay? There's zero tolerance. I mean, at least on my end, obviously that's not the case here. And let's just keep listening to it. After the massive lawsuit was levied against Activision Blizzard, only after all of the allegations came to light, only after the mass backlash from the community and the mass protests from employees, that CEO Bobby Kotick finally issued a statement that talks about how he appreciates their courage and essentially tries to sing kumbaya in the situation when what he should be doing is showing shame for the role that he played for the enabling that he partook in alongside the rest of Activision Blizzard's leadership and executive team. The statement rings hollow coming from a CEO who has engaged in despicable business practices, who has underpaid and neglected his employees while he himself got payouts of up to $155 million and whatnot. He has absolutely no right to say every voice matters when under his leadership, every voice has not in fact mattered. And the world at large was horrified to learn just how much was enabled by Activision and Blizzard leadership, the kind of behavior that people in power engaged in, namely Alex Afrasiabi, who is among the few who is actually singled out and named in the lawsuit issued by the DFEH. And there's one specific quote from page 15 that I'd like to read to you guys that yeah, pertains to... This is very, very good. Listen to this. A story. Here's what this paragraph, paragraph 47, says. Alex Afrasiabi, the former senior creative director of World of Warcraft at Blizzard Entertainment, was permitted to engage in blatant sexual harassment with little to no repercussions. During a company event, an annual convention called BlizzCon, Afrasiabi would hit on female employees, telling him that he wanted to marry them, attempting to kiss them, and putting his arms around them. This was in plain view of other male employees, including supervisors, who had to intervene and pull him off female employees. Now, this is the important part. Despicable. was so known to engage in harassment of females that his suite was nicknamed the Cosby Suite. It says Crosby Suite, but what they mean is Cosby Suite, after alleged 
R-A-P-E-ist, and I'm saying it like that because YouTube likes to bury videos that use words that they deem inappropriate. Alleged R-A-P-E-ist Bill Crosby. Afrasiabi would also call females derogatory names at company events. Afrasiabi's conduct was known to Blizzard Entertainment's executives who took no effective remedial measures. J. Allen Brack, the current president of Blizzard Entertainment, allegedly had multiple conversations with Afrasiabi about his drinking and that he had been too friendly towards female employees at company events. Understatement of the year, J. Allen Brack, all he did was give him a stern talking to, but didn't actually punish him in any severe way, and essentially, in doing so, enable this. And swept it under the rug. That's the worst. He swept it under the rug. Oh, you, pointing his finger. Like, that doesn't teach anybody, all right? That doesn't teach anybody anything. It's complacent to this, but gave Afrasiabi a slap on the wrist, i.e. verbal counseling, in response to these incidents. Subsequently, Afrasiabi continued to make unwanted advances towards female employees, including grabbing a female employee's hand and inviting her to his hotel room and groping another woman. The gall, the absolute gall it takes to grope another individual, male or female, in any capacity, is disgusting. I, even if I were single, I would never grope somebody without consent. And, and that's just a disgusting word altogether. I wouldn't grope anybody, honestly. I wouldn't put my hands on somebody in any context or way that they disliked. I would ever, never, ever do that. Now, if I had consent, if it was mutual, if they had, you know, initiated that and we both were on the same page... Because initiating something does not mean consent. It's a very fine line, but it's very good that you know that and follow the rules. All right, read the rule book before you play the game. Otherwise, you're going to make mistakes, and those are very big consequences. Okay? Look, this is disgusting. I don't, this is, that's just deplorable, honestly. It's not as if what Afrasiabi was doing was subtle. It's not as if it wasn't an open secret. It's not as if J. Allen Brack didn't know about this. And it wasn't as if this was just a one-time offense, but as someone in a position of power, the senior creative director of the biggest MMO in the world, World of Warcraft, he was just deemed too important for him to suffer any consequences to be held accountable while the ground floor employees who were victimized and suffering were deemed less important and were just simply ignored and cast aside. And didn't see any reparations. With all that out of the way, let's finally take a look at this Kotaku investigative report. Oh, this is very good. Now, I'm not going to probably play the whole article, but this part is very, very good. T oh. From Ethan Gatch, titled Inside Blizzard Developers Infamous Bill Cosby Suite. Immediately striking about this article is the headline photo showing a bunch of both former and current Blizzard employees posing, smiling, on a bed next to an image of none other than Bill Cosby, who many of you will know is a convicted R.A.P.E.ist. Now this image was taken. Yeah, that news kind of ruined my childhood. I really liked that show. Um, I'm really sad that he ended up being less of a good person. Um, so I am really taken aback by that. Every time I get reminded of that, I'm just like, and why'd you have to go and do that, man? You were a role model to so many. And you went and just ruined your entire life and image. And just everything about you is is honestly just not good at this point. So uh, it's, it's crazy that 
now you're being referenced in, in these types of instances. It's just how the mighty have fallen, am I right? Oh, gosh. I never want to be anybody's hero because they say never meet your heroes. And trust me, I'm trying very, very hard to be humble, to be the best version of myself, to always improve on myself. You guys know that if you follow me on social media, I'm always trying to better myself. And, and stuff like this just will not do you any good. You know, they say it's better to avoid temptation and have a quote-unquote boring or bland life than to go down the exciting road of adventure and, you know, live in those consequences. Because you can have fun for a while, but how long does that ride last? Every ride must come to an end. You know, the ticket holder will throw you out at closing time. So, I, I digress. Let's get back into the story. In during BlizzCon 2013, <clears throat> when Cosby hadn't been convicted yet, but by then plenty of accusations and allegations had been levied against Cosby, and there was an extensive public history of that, and you can see that in this Vulture article from back in December 30th, 2015, that outlines a timeline of allegations levied against him before he was finally convicted years and years down the line. So it's not. And this article is very, very, very detailed. He links everything in his bio if you want to go look at this stuff it's an it's an incredibly good read like i mean it sucks you know because you're seeing all these allegations and stuff but it, it's just it's all reported it's all in a timeline and it all it's very well represented um for you know whatever historical preservation reasons that may be obviously this article is a good use for it because it can it can reference that but I digress again. Let's let's keep listening, man. Uh. Not as if these scumbags didn't know exactly what they were doing, exactly what they were implying, especially given that the purpose of this suite was to bring in hot chicks and try to inappropriately seduce them. And what was known as the Cosby Suite, that was Alex Afrasiabi's suite. Now, while he may have organized this abominable activity, make no mistake, there were plenty of people who enabled this and who participated in this, and the internet has already determined exactly who is seen in this photo. Enlarging this image, you can see exactly who each of these individuals are. So you see a Twitter post here on the, on the video, just to let you know what's going on. There's a circle around each face, and there's a, a name next to it, so that you can know who each person is in the photo. Starting with this guy on the left here, Greg Street, who is now VP at Riot Games. This man right here is Corey Stockton, who is still at Blizzard. And according to the second image, he is a game director at Blizzard. Next to Corey, we have David Kosak, who is a creative director at Deviation Games. Moving along to the right, we have Josh Mosquera, who is at Bonfire Studios, specifically design and world building. Below Josh Mosquera, we have Jesse McCree, who is still working at Blizzard and is a lead designer at the company. Next to him, we have Jonathan LaCraft, who is also still a current Blizzard employee and is the design sub-lead at Blizzard. To the left of Jonathan is Paul Cazares, who is currently at ZeniMax Online Studios and holds the position of principal level designer. And last but not least, we have Alex Afrasiabi, an abuser so bad that the lawsuit felt it was necessary to single him out and name him. While I don't know what he's doing now, we do know that Alex Afrasiabi quietly left Blizzard last year, and I'll come back to that in a bit. Yeah, he, he does come back to that in a bit, but I just want to say, that he is absolutely the worst out of everybody. Not that you know all sins are measured differently. They are all sins and they are all wrong, um, equally in you know the eyes of God. But still, it's deplorable that he thinks he can just quietly walk out the back door and and not get and get away with it. When in fact, haha, you are you are wrong, sir. 
I'm going to say this because he's going to bring this up in a second here about his Facebook and stuff. Um, everything you post on the internet is forever. You can delete what you want. You can think nobody has copies. You can think nobody sees it. I have people on my Snapchat that I don't even know taking screenshots of selfies I posted. Why in God's name do you who don't know me want a selfie of me on your phone? That's a little bit creepy and disturbing. Why don't I remove you? Uh, that's a better question, honestly. I just keep them around because, hey, I mean, I am pretty handsome, but damn, I don't know that I need to be on some some random person's phone in their gallery buried in a bunch of other stuff. That's weird to me. People save your stuff, whether or not you think they do. And in situations like this, people who love digging for dirt will make that their life mission, their life goal, their newest hobby. And they will find everything. All right, they will find absolutely everything. There is nothing that can save you when that begins, when that happens. You can delete what you want. You can redact anything you think you can put up there. No, it is not redacted. It is just moved to a save file on a flash drive from somebody halfway across the world for preservation's sake so you can't get away. All right, nobody is innocent. All right, nobody, especially in this situation. Yes, suffice to say, as the Kotaku article points out, that it's clear that people beyond Alex Afrasiabi were aware of the Cosby suite mentioned in the lawsuit and directly participated in it. And beyond the inappropriate implications of naming a hotel room the Cosby suite, Kotaku knows that this extended beyond an inappropriate nickname or a joke. The activities that took place in that suite were also equally inappropriate. Based on images and comments Afrasiabi posted on his Facebook supplied to Kotaku by a former developer at Blizzard, it was reportedly a booze-filled meeting place where many, including Afrasiabi, would pose with an actual portrait of Cosby while smiling. It was also a hotspot for informal networking at BlizzCon where people looking to make inroads at the company would go to meet and hang out with some of its top designers. And zooming into the screenshots applied by Kotaku, you can... And I, I just want to say real quick, again, I'm interrupting this man, but I just want to post, I want to say something. Um, I'm not good at networking, and if this is how you network, it'll never work for me. I know this isn't a real situation where networking would happen, but there are situations that you get put into, and I'm sure there are plenty of people in the gaming world who can share their own stories, but, and maybe they're appropriate stories, or they're more healthy environments, and what have you, and not this, you know, reprehensible um, Cosby suite situation, um, or reprehensible, I don't know, I was reading the word on the title of his video and I said it wrong. Anyway, I apologize. Um, anyway, uh, I'm not good at networking, like I said, and this is just, I can't go into a booze-filled room and just, just hit it off with top designers and stuff, you know what I mean? That's it, wild. And anybody new to the industry you're trying to break in, if they have to do that, to get a foot in the door to make connections, I just feel so, so, so bad for them because that's not how it's supposed to work. You know, and th this whole situation is just blowing my mind at how elaborate and wild it gets. You can see a post by Alex Afrasiabi from back in November of 2013 showing a photo of a suite with a bunch of alcohol. And Alex has no shame here calling this the Cosby Suite, saying day zero preparations made, Cosby Suite in effect. And you can see 
from the responses, just folks who are excited about this event. Now, as all this begins to unfold, Afrasiabi has not only refused to comment to media outlets who have reached out to him about this whole situation. Of course he hasn't. Why would he? And better incriminate himself? Or say something that gets nitpicked, every single detail, every single word, every single adjective, every single comma? No, of course he's not going to say anything. He knows he's guilty. What does he have to say? Everybody's going to call him out on his bullshit if he says anything to kind of reverse the situation. So he's better off saying nothing. But he has also deleted most of his social media presence. He's going into hiding. But as seen in the head. <laughs> I would do exactly what he's doing. I'm not a dirty scumbag, but if, if I if I were this man, I would have deleted my stuff and gone into hiding. But like I just said, nothing on the internet is ever deleted, is ever gone. You post anything on there, it is there forever. This podcast will be in a time capsule. I can never get rid of it once it posts. Alright? If I ever make anything out of my podcast my presence my name if fat love gets out there whether it be my podcast or my my music or something it will it will be forever time vaulted by somebody you know there are always going to be those people who love documenting who love preser preserving i know that um philip defranco uh years ago um did a news story on this family who was abusing their children and like people had saved their YouTube channel videos um, for like, like I'm not talking, I'm not joking. They were like hundreds of videos, and like child services got involved. It was wild. The internet will will do anything in their power that they thinks is right, anything. And you got to make sure you have the right fans, the right people on your side, you know. Because if you don't, you better be careful. Every gosh darn thing you say. See, I almost said something else, but gosh darn thing you say. And uh, with that, let's keep going, all right? Headline photo of Frasiabi can be seen and clearly identified in not just that one picture, but in a number of pictures, according to Kotaku. And here's something really messed up. Among those identified in pictures taken within the Cosby suite was an HR representative who was spotted in the hotel room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is wild. This is, okay, I, I personally have two or three different examples from two or three different jobs I've worked where literally HR told me they could not help me because it would not benefit their company. Dead ass, I'm 100% serious. I was turned away with my concerns for you know mistreatment in the workplace because they told me they were looking, they, they didn't tell me this, but they indirectly told me by their actions, by their response, their little cute little PR, nice little bullshit response that they cared more about the manager or the higher up and I was just an employee shut up and go do my job so that I don't make a mess of things and I was like excuse me and I should have I should have so especially one job in particular I should have taken further legal action because that was deplorable they just told me they could not do anything. They could not afford to lose that manager, so they, they literally cannot take action against them. Even though I had physical proof, I had text messages, I had voicemails, I had all this stuff to prove his guilt. Disgusting. I can't believe an HR representative here at Blizzard is literally present in one of the hotel rooms just, just participating. Participating. 
this is why I don't trust HR. I never have, and I don't think for the rest of my life I ever will. I just do my job to the best of my ability, keep my head low, and if something happens, oh boy. Because, oh boy, what's going to happen? Because I, I really can't do much. It's wild. Room present and partaking in all of this, the people who are supposed to be defending employees from this kind of stuff partook in the Cosby suite. There were HR representatives who were partaking in the activities that they're supposed to be policing. It's no wonder that so many employees don't feel safe going to HR to report a problem because they're among the enablers and among the abusers and they will simply defend their abusing friends and ignore the reports of victims. That's the worst thing in the world. And this is so common in the workplace. Okay, we, 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 we promote from within. We promote from within. We don't hire externally. No, no, no. We promote from within. But who gets promoted from within? The people who know the people who are above them looking for that promotion. The friends of the people who are in higher positions. Not the people who've worked hard, who've earned it, who've put in the time. Several, I mean, I can't have any personal examples really, but I, I know people, friends, who have been passed by for promotions simply because they didn't know the person outside of work personally on a on a more you know relational level you know and that's that's bs it should be an equal opportunity but instead they hire somebody who who they like more or who quote better fit the position for you know correctly wording that as they would say I don't, oh, this can get me real heated real quick. We're going to just keep going. So shameless was Alex Afrasiabi and participants about the Cosby suite that he just straight up posted all of this stuff on Facebook with no shame. Straight up calling it the Cosby suite in comments and proudly presenting this to the internet. This is how confident the man was that he would suffer no consequences. This is how much abusers like Afrasiabi have been protected. This is how much they've been enabled. This is how much they could get away with. And this is just what we know of publicly. Scrolling further down the article, you'll find this incriminating image of a group chat that... Okay, this is a wild thing. We're gonna skip ahead a little bit uh, because I wanna, I wanna read it, but this is wild. Let me see where I'm at. And that took place in a group chat labeled BlizzCon Cosby Crew. Dave Kosak says, I'm gathering the hot chicks for the cause, referring to the Cosby suite. Bring him, responds Afrasiabi. Then Corey Stockton says, Greg, you on the way? Kosak then says, you can't marry all of them, Alex. Alex responds, I can. I'm Middle Eastern. Jesse McCree, you misspelled fuck. And note the profile image that Alex chose for this group chat. Greg then responds, Okay, the, the profile photo he took was him with two chicks um, and two random women, I guess, uh, who are smiling and on him. You know, he's, it was, it's, yeah, it says enough on itself. Bonds that he's at the Hilton Bar, Jesse McCree, then finally says, come up to the cause, once again referring to the Cosby suite. So they. Man, that's disgusting that they're referring to it as the cause. Like, honestly, the fact that they've taken something so deplorable and normalized it and made it into a terminology with, like, what, an inside joke? or an inside terminology within their group of, of disgusting, like, sweaty friends. It's just, it's it's more than, I mean, I, I get it, okay? Dudes do a lot of weird, weird stuff, all right? Especially when a group of dudes get together. But this is this is next level. I, I would be, ugh, not interested, man. Not interested. I have a small circle of friends, and I keep it that way for a reason. All it takes is one bad egg. 
All right, I'm very cautious and careful around new people, new interactions, new relationships, possibly starting. Whatever's best for me is where I go. If I don't feel that this relationship is best for me, I politely withdraw. And I don't do it in a disrespectful way. I usually do it in a way to where I just don't contact you enough to where you get the point without it being stated. Uh, that's just how I roll. But let's go ahead. They openly called it the Cosby suit. It wasn't some secret. It wasn't some whisper. No, it was just out there in the open, and they were proud of it. They didn't care that people knew. Now, a couple sources relate to Kotaku that the name Cosby Suite allegedly began as a joke on the... Yeah, I'm going to skip ahead of this. This is just a, a thing that said that the, the, the origins of the terminology called the Cosby Suite. And it's basically talking about, like, a Blizzard boardroom, and then they moved in later dates, and... It just didn't make any sense. Uh, it doesn't line up, so that's why I'm like, this is bullshit. They made it up because they were being disgusting. Honestly. Let's go ahead and I think we're good. Around his picture in the photos, they knew exactly what they were trying to imply with that. With a quote from one of the sources reading as follows, It was such a boys club that creating something like the Cosby Suite was seen as funny. Now interestingly, one source apparently told Kotaku that Kosak was one of the few people who intervened in the past when another Blizzard developer was sexually harassing them. But, I mean, given the kind of behavior Kosak engaged in, pretty hypocritical. Just because you defend someone against a nefarious activity, doesn't mean that that individual should be forgiven in any way, shape, or form for engaging in a similarly nefarious activity. And I mean, just look at the hypocrisy of some of these perpetrators. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. That's that's BS. Just because you participate in something that's less of a sin, it doesn't make the bigger sin any 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 worse or better. It's all equal. Okay, it's all disgusting. Okay, there's no lesser or more disgusting sin. Okay. Get out of here with that BS nonsense. ...acting like they support the cause of resolving an issue that they caused. As pointed out by Lindsay Thompson here, Greg Street, among those pictured to be posing with this image of Bill Cosby alongside Alex Afrasiabi. This is a photo that was proudly tweeted by Greg Street on November of 2013. Oh yeah, get this. Check this. This man recently came on Twitter after all the allegations began to come out to say, I'm not trying to speak for Blizzard, and I'm certainly not trying to speak for the women or POCs at Blizzard. I do believe men in leadership roles have a responsibility, a duty to make sure women and other marginalized folks feel welcome, happy, and successful at our studios. There's an advertisement. Give me one second. God dang it. Dassey of this man to put out this statement after engaging in shit like this and by tweeting this on the same day that he posted that photo of him posing with that image of bill cosby there must always be a cosby suite and and he didn't mention it but there's hashtag taking over from cossack and hashtag absurd proclamations jesus really talk about digging your own grave Last but not least, I'd like to relay a statement provided by a spokesperson for Activision Blizzard when they were asked about this whole Cosby Suite situation. They confirmed that this was indeed reported by numerous employees, stating an employee brought these 2013 events to our attention in June of 2020. We immediately conducted our own investigation and took corrective action. 
seven years later. At the time of the report, we had already conducted a separate investigation of Alex Afrasiabi and terminated him for his misconduct and his treatment of other employees. It took seven years to oust someone who was so openly and blatantly harassing women. Imagine how much longer it's going to take for those abusers who do it more subtly. This is a company that keeps touting a zero tolerance policy, but they tolerated all this for seven years. No, more than seven years. 2013 is just what we know of. No doubt Afrasiabi engaged similarly prior to 2013. And despite all of this, despite having enabled this, CEO Bobby Kotick has the audacity to say there is no place anywhere in our company for discrimination, harassment, or unequal treatment of any kind. As far as Afrasiabi goes, He's had a place for all of that for years and years and years. Jay Allen Brack, the current president of Blizzard. Okay, I want to stop real quick and say something. Look, this, this is seven years. Oh my, I, I can't even fathom the fact of how that work environment was. And even prior to that, is there no morals ingrained in anybody look you don't have to be religious you don't have to be you know spiritual you just have to be a fucking good person okay baseline good people all right you can you can take whatever you want to the bank as far as the rest of it goes but core you have to be a good person and none of these people are and they just get away with it because more not good people are in leadership roles. It's, it's messed up. It is messed up. These billionaires are sitting high in their ivory towers while the common man suffers. But that's a whole other story in itself. Despite having known about Afrasiabi's activities for years and years, has the audacity to say that it's completely unacceptable for anyone in the company to face discrimination or harassment, or to say that he disdains bro culture and has spent his entire career fighting against it, despite how open the harassment on the part of Afrasiabi was and all that having gone unpunished all this time? Y'all clearly found Afrasiabi's behavior acceptable. His behavior clearly had a place in the company for far too long. And let's not forget that Afrasiabi was terminated quietly. His abusive behavior was never brought to light. And with this spokesperson statement, this is an admission that Blizzard knew about Afrasiabi, knew about the whole Cosby Suite situation, and yet the official PR statement that was given to media outlets was that the DFVH includes distorted and in many cases false descriptions of Blizzard's past. The DFVH lawsuit nailed the information surrounding the Cosby suite that Afrasiabi hosted, and yet Activision Blizzard's stance was that the DFVH's behavior for disclosing that information was disgraceful and unprofessional. And the fact that Afrasiabi was terminated quietly really goes to spotlight corporations' tendencies to protect abusers out of self-preservation, to protect the reputation of the company, not to protect the human beings that they're responsible for, and not to protect the human beings at other companies who might be afflicted if Afrasiabi is hired. Hell, we can see right here. My man is preaching right now. My man is preaching. Alright, they are trying to protect themselves, their image, a little cute little ivory tower they sit in, like I said a second ago, and they, they, just, they just care about their money, they just care about their investments, and they just care about themselves, and the people like them 
who can be coaxed into doing terrible things and be terrible people will benefit. How many of these harassers managed to find positions of power and prominent positions within other companies? And how many of them have managed to stay within Blizzard itself? The time for executives' apologies and platitudes has long passed. They need to step down. Leadership needs to be overhauled from top to bottom. They cannot be allowed to continue. They cannot be allowed to remain in their position. I 100% agree with this. My man is talking real facts right now. He's talking real facts. As they have shown time and again over the course of years and years that they just don't care. That they're not willing to do what's right. That they don't have the qualifications to protect their employees and if that's not one of their top priorities, if that's not priority number one, the safety of their employees, then they should not be leading a company. They should not be in positions of power at a company. They need to go. The chances of that happening are pretty slim given the kind of power that these executives hold, but I can only hope that the DFEH's lawsuit carries through, that they really suffer major consequences, that employee protests continue, and that they keep the ball rolling, continue to demand positive change, continue to strike, and continue to disrupt the company to a degree that executives will have no choice but to capitulate to demands. What gives me hope is that the scale of protests going on right now is massive. Just recently, nearly 500 Ubisoft employees signed an open letter showing solidarity for employees at Activision Blizzard, and now they're unified in the protest against not just Activision Blizzard or Ubisoft or Riot and all of these companies where uh, reports of abuse, harassment, and discrimination have come out, but protesting a culture that's permeating the industry at large. There are plenty of other stories, no doubt, that we have yet to hear, plenty of other horrifying ones from a number of other reputable companies. There needs to be accountability. And I will be keeping track on that. I love that he posts these videos. He's one of the most informative YouTubers I follow for gaming news and information, and I absolutely recommend you subscribe to this guy. He is phenomenal with the, the, the work he puts into these videos. You see news articles, you see links, you see everything, plus you get his own personal opinions, which as you've heard, is basically, it aligns with how I'm feeling about this exactly, but every situation is different, of course. He was reporting other stuff with um, with EA recently, and their uh, their sports games, and the whole controversy there. I thought about doing a podcast there, but I don't really play the sports games, so I didn't know if it would be relevant, but I digress. Um, this guy is phenomenal, and I will definitely be using more of his videos in the future, and I will give him full credit. I'll link things on my social media when I post this, um, but definitely, definitely check him out. Let's finish up this video. Not just against the abusers, but the higher-ups, the leaders who have failed to protect employees, who have neglected employees, who have enabled the victimizers, who have let all of this happen and who didn't care about all of this happening right under their noses and knowing full well that this was all happening. So that's one man's take on the Cosby Suite story. Okay, so he's pretty much done now. Yeah, the culture 100% needs to change. Absolutely no doubt about it. If the culture does not change, the attitude will not change. Okay? And it absolutely 100% needs to change. Okay? And, and, and the fact that this has to be reported is just sad. This should not be a news story. Okay? The news story that should be happening is that several Blizzard Activision employees were, were fired, were terminated, were reprimanded. Something along those lines.
and justice should have been served a lot quicker, a lot swifter. There shouldn't be an investigation. There shouldn't be a lawsuit. All right, this is this is insane that it's been going on for years and years and years, and this is the world we live in. All right, America has become not just you know America is for freedom, right? Yeah, well, the wrong people are getting too much freedom, okay? Just because you're in a place of power does not mean you can do whatever the heck you want. See, I almost said something bad there. I'm trying to curve my... I get a little heated, so I try. I usually swear a little bit more when I'm heated. Um, but this just really, this really grinds my gears. I, I, I just can't believe that this has been happening for so long. And this is the culture we live in. I don't have a PC, so I certainly am not playing World of Warcraft, but darned if I play it right now. You know, I'm just, it's wild. It's wild. Anyway, guys, that's that's going to be where I wrap it up. I just wanted to post this one because it was sitting on my mind. I just watched the video, and I was like, I got some things to say about this. I'm going to try something new on my podcast and see how it goes. Um, if you enjoyed this, absolutely find me on social media where I post appropriate content. You know, I retweet some funny stuff, nothing edgy, generally. Um, and I'm a, I'm a polite, respectful individual, or I very much try to be. I always hold myself accountable, and when I don't, my friends and family definitely hold me accountable because I want to grow as a person, and I want to grow in the right ways. All right, I want to be respectful. Okay, of everything, everyone, in every situation. All right, this shows me who's in power and who we're supporting with with our with our own actions. You know, by not saying anything, by keeping quiet, by being intimidated and scared, and and I see that a lot. And it's just the fact that a predator, and I'm going to call them predators, can give someone so much fear. That they have power over them. Oh boy. Man, it just it makes my blood boil. It just it makes my blood boil. Okay. I I, I have nothing left to say. I'm just angry about it. I'm just not happy with, with with the fact that this is this is a, a news report. So I'm gonna go ahead and let you guys go. Nothing but love for me, really. I love every single one of you who listen to my podcast, who support me, who who help me do this by, by listening and, and giving me feedback. Um, absolutely reach out to me if you have any questions, concerns, or if you, you just want to let me know what's up, because I'm always happy. I'll reply um, if I have time, when I have time. Um, with that being said, guys, I'm going to go ahead and just end it. Have a good one, guys. Again, I love you guys. Take care.